Hi, I'm Alexandra Roxo, your host of the Holy Fuck podcast. I've created this podcast because I want to explore how the mystical touches us in our everyday lives, how the sacred and the profane move together, like two sides of the same coin. I found that the most magical view of life is finding the divinity, the healing, and the transformation in all of it. In this podcast, you can expect to hear inspiring conversations and storytelling that touch the heart and awaken the soul. A place for the modern seeker, passionate human, and curious explorer. A place where we can redefine what is sacred and what is profane, and feel and open to it all. A place where we can step out of the mainstream programming and choose what stories and beliefs and rituals we hold sacred and true. You will hear from people on all sorts of walks of life, sharing what they are passionate about, what keeps them awake at night, what they consider to be sacred, what they consider to be profane, how they have explored life and freed their hearts and souls through love, spiritual practice, taking risks, art, meditation, sex, drugs, birthing, prayer, life and death in all of its comedies and tragedies and gifts, plus ideas, explorations, advice, and truths from me on sex, relationships, spirituality, what it means to be a messy, awake, embodied being on this planet at this time. If you found that you're also a rebel mystic who just doesn't fit into the simple ideas of the good and bad of spirituality, but sees the nuance that life has to offer us, well, I hope you find a home with me here in this podcast. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. We are back with another Q&A solo episode with me, answering the questions that you all have submitted. The last few have been on the topic of love and relationships, partially since I was on the show Too Hot to Handle and really helping people in the space of love and relationships. Um, because I care so much about them, I was it was hard for me to see that they use the word expert because even though people love the word expert, I just don't like it. I would, I would much more rather be called an explorer, a relationship explorer, a relationship enthusiast. <laughs> expert sounds so fixed to me and sort of hard and like masculine, but alas, what can I say? So anyway, <laughs> I'm here today answering another question in the topic of love and relationships because I've been obsessed with love since I was like, I don't know, five, six. Trust me, there are shadows and, um, you know, negative parts to being a love obsessed person. I definitely had phases where I was like over romantic, fell in love with everybody all the time. (laughs) But after much healing, self-discovery, self-awareness work, I've come into a space where I think I've gotten pretty healthy around love. I do miss the lovesick days sometimes of just pining over someone and just so romantic. But now I find myself in a pretty healthy relationship. We have our ups and downs all the time. We face our childhood wounds all the time. We also have tons of fun and love each other deeply. So that's a success for me. So um, I feel confident at sharing my journey and supporting you on your journey around love and relationship, especially as someone who has worked hard to rehabilitate my relationship to love from one that was more obsessive, addictive, avoidant, anxious, all of it, (laughs) 
to one that is, um, again, more healthy and balanced. So let's call forth today's question. Today's question. I need help healing my father wound and trust wounds with men because I want to be healthy and love. Can you help me with that? <laughs> okay, this is a good one. And it's a big one. Again, I could write a series of books on this, do four master classes on this. If you read my book, Fuck Like a Goddess, Heal Yourself, Reclaim Your Voice, Stand in Your Power, then you know my healing journey with men has been vast. I used to hate my father. We used to knock it along. I definitely feel like I went through some awful abusive moments with him in my life, some of which I got into my book and some of which I let just lay sleeping, buried in a cemetery of my soul. (laughs) The miracle with my dad is that I transformed hate into love. And I like thinking of what each of us have in our journeys, in our life experiences as opportunities of transformation. So you might have been rejected, belittled, uh, ridiculed, shamed. Who knows what you went through with your dad? I don't know. And there's a space where for some people, they can't have the actual person in their life that hurt them anymore. And for some people, there's a space where forgiveness really comes into play. You see someone has aged and maybe you accept them as they are, knowing that they probably won't change, especially if they're older. But there's a space where you can accept and forgive. Now, that might not be appropriate for everyone. Some people might say, you know, I can't accept what you did. And I can't forgive you, but I will send you kindness, compassion, and love for your soul's journey. So I don't know what your exact journey was with your father, but I do know there are many different shades of acceptance and forgiveness. Now, stepping away from your actual father and just looking at what is the imprint that he left. So what is the imprint that he left on you? And I want you to think about this and everyone listening can think about this. What is the imprint that your mom left or your dad left? How does it show up now? Take it away from the person now, depersonalize it and look at the imprint. Oh, I have an imprint of I'm too much. I talk too much. I'm too loud. I'm too fat. I have an imprint of... um, I'll never be good enough or smart enough. What are the imprints that that relationship left behind? So you can write those down. You can just identify them. And now you can look at how do I transform those imprints into actual growth and possibility for myself? Is there a way that I could look at the imprint that I experienced from my father around, let's say, feeling like I would never be good enough for him? And is there a way that I can release myself from that chain, from that bondage that steals my joy, that steals my pleasure, that steals my celebration of self? And so this is something that may take time. It may take a lot of reflection. It may take some therapy. It may take some healing work in general, and that's okay. So don't think, oh, overnight I'm going to transform these imprints. It may take time. Now, how does this, while you're doing this healing on yourself, how do you start to learn to trust other other men? 
right? If you've been imprinted with these, um, these painful things from the man that you were supposed to deeply trust as like a wonderful, loving example of masculinity, which I think most of us know that there are very few people out there. I mean, I haven't done the statistics or the, the, haven't done the research around numbers, but I do know from my experience of my friends that having fathers that grew up in the 1950s and 60s, my dad was born in 1941, they came from a different generation. They treated women differently. It's not personal that my dad was a dick or your dad was a dick. They're coming from a toxic masculinity. And there were some beautiful parts about the masculinity of those times. And I think that's something for all of us to consider if we're still mad at our dads. It's like, what did your dad actually do that was really loving and really beautiful? Like, was he protective of you? And you may meet men nowadays who aren't protective because they didn't grow up with that um, initiation that um, men are uh, able to protect, right? There are certain things in modern living and modern masculinity that don't exist, that used to. So looking at where your dad did maybe do a few things right is also really helpful. You know, maybe he was a person that brought joy into the home. Um, so as you work and, and start to begin to hope to trust someone else, another man, it's important to start to notice how these wounds or imprints feel in your body and when they rise with, with other men, right? So likely you'll call in people that will actually activate that imprint in you because that's how we heal it. So, you know, don't go running for the hills if you feel like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm feeling something similar. You know, really ask yourself, is this, is this person, um, you know, harming me or being mean to me or... Or am I actually just activated in this place of this imprint? So this kind of thing is coming up because it wants to be healed. So there's opportunity there. And, and this is like, it's like, it takes a lot of discernment. It takes a lot of deep looking and listening to have the courage to be in a relationship with someone and feel activated. Feel like, oh my God, this is how I felt with, when I was a little girl with my dad. But it's likely going to happen with anybody. So don't put, you know, this idea of like, oh, I got to run away from anyone who I feel that with. You'll likely stay single, you know. But it's actually asking, does that person want to grow with me? He may activate something similar to what my dad did, but is he willing to talk about it, share about it, process it, hold me through it? That's the difference. If he's not, then no, you can't work with that. But if you notice, oh my God, this is activating a similar wound. And, you know, it's worth looking at your um, attachment styles and, and doing some research on attachment style because that often is a, is a portal into understanding how we are loved or not loved. Um, but it's worth really feeling into, can this person walk with me on the journey? Can we grow together? Are they willing to show up? And as I say, my little girl is scared inside of me. She thinks you're going to reject me. Are they willing to go, okay, love, I'm here. I hear you. Or do they go, okay, that's weird, right? 
Because if you have wounding around, man or your dad is going to come up. (laughs) Unless you become a nun. But then it will probably come up between you and God. So you probably won't avoid it anywhere. So you might as well just, you know, dive on in. But be gentle with yourself. Take deep breaths. Do embodiment work. Do work on your own. Just acknowledging, oh, I'm working with these imprints. So the men that I meet are not the ones hurting me, but they're activating these imprints. It's not their fault. Unless they're just being an asshole, which you have to discern the difference there between someone who um, is open to growing with you, healing with you, and someone who's not, right? Oh, my love. So I wish you the best of luck on that journey. For me, it's an ongoing journey. And check out my book if you didn't, because there's a lot about this in my book. And um, it's such a big topic for many, many women, right? Because of just history, right? His story, history. (laughs) A lot of us can be still triggered around certain um, certain dynamics with men, and that's totally okay. As long as we are both actively healing, you're in the healing, he's in the healing, you can do it together, and that's actually quite magical. Um, I really, I knew I would meet someone who could really hold me, even in the depth of my own pain and discomfort and imprints around men and my dad, and I did. And it's just been so lovely. And um, it's possible there are men out there who are willing to do the deep healing work with you and they are doing their own too you know uh, or not but the ones that are they really are they they know that uh, it's not just you who's doing the healing they've got stuff too everyone does no one no one escaped that incarnating on planet earth so all right everybody thanks for listening good luck on your journey of healing and love review and subscribe pretty please i love hearing from you message me let me know how this episode landed for you and i'll see you again soon thank you so much for listening to today's podcast for more 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 follow me on ig at alexandra roxo and you can get on my mailing list where i send poems practices rituals links to upcoming retreats and events and all kinds of goodies And if this podcast has touched your heart, please let us know. Please write us a review, give us a five-star rating, all that. It means a lot to myself and everyone involved. Big, big love, my darling. Have a fabulous day and see you again very soon.